Welcome back to Vibe New Mexico. So, it has been a while, but I am so very honored and so happy that we finally, finally have one of my most favorite newest artists here with me today um, on Vibe New Mexico, Luisa G. She is no stranger to New Mexico music. She has been hitting it hard on all the music charts for the past year, and we'll say two years, from 2020 with Noyel Olvido to the newest, newest CD that has just recently come out, La Tejana Nuevo Mexicana. Welcome, Luisa G. How you doing, girl? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here finally. I know. We talked and talked and talked and it was my fault. I had to get tested for COVID one time and I was like, shit, because for me, it was like, I wanted to get you here since even before that. And then I I remember we're driving from Albuquerque and I told my mom, I don't know. And she's like, you better not be having people at the, you know, at the house until you get tested to make sure. And I went and they were like, and I'm like, I know it's not that. I know it's allergies. And I felt so crappy. I was like, that sucks because we're really looking forward. But I've been listening to your music since you came out. And I just, we fell in love with your voice the moment we heard it. And it's an amazing, an amazing tribute to the Gran Senora Jenny Rivera. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) you brought it in with your own flavor and it's amazing. I just want to say thank you again for being here and tell me a little bit about how you got started with New Mexico music. How did all this begin for you? Well, for me, um, I have strong roots in New Mexico. My dad was born in Guadalupita, Mora County, and so we spent so much time here. You know, we, we were here all the time, and we actually lived here. I went to Mora Elementary when I was young, and... Um, so my family here, my grandparents, my uncles, my aunts, everything. And so my uncles had a bar called La Chupaina Bar in Guadalupita. And so, of course, you know, we we were there. It didn't matter how old you were. You were little kids. <laughs> and, right. And so so I played the guitar. And, um, and so my dad would take me in there with him. And I would play the guitar for all the borrachitos, you know, and mm. and they would sing their hearts out, and I would sing, and I would play the guitar for all the all the guys having a good time. So that's kind of how I started, and that's where where I mean, I've always loved the music. We've always had a lot of music in our family, but um, it's just it was just um, it was just built into me. New Mexico music to me is the best. I love it. I love New Mexico music. I love that sound. No other style of music is like that for me. I like a lot of different styles, but to me, that's that's where my heart is. I just think that's an amazing thing for you to say that because we're such a distinct style of music. And a lot of times people hear it and they ask where our lineage and where our roots come from. And it's nice that you coming from Lubbock, Texas, can also take our music over there and share it with people over there and give them that that sound or that flavor of what our music is. And the fact that you were inspired at such a young age to play that music says that it definitely was within your, your destiny to continue to play the music. What is the first song that you remember ever, ever playing or ever singing when you were that age? Me caí de la nube. I love that song. And I would sing it. My dad says, I used to remember you being a little girl. You'd close the door in your room and you'd sing that song at the top of your your lungs. Yeah, I liked it since I was a little bitty girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you learned to play the guitar when you were pretty young then. Well, 
I'm not a good guitar player. I'm just, I just have always had to play for myself, you know? So I play chords, you know, I'm a chord player. And, and so I've always had to accompany myself and it's worked for me all my life. But now, nice. now I'm around all these people that just, I mean, they play the guitar. I mean, you know, Daniel Gallegos and uh, Joey Chavez and all these guys that, I mean, they play the guitar and, and it's just like, oh my gosh, put this away, you know? And, and, uh, but even with them, I'll play the, We'll play the chords we for them. They'll out. play the lead. Yeah, yeah, we jump out. Oh, I love, I loved the Facebook with La Bamba. I loved. Oh, that. really? <laughs> yes. I was like, this girl, watch. And I just, I love it. I love your presence and I love your energy that you give to the music. And coming in is exactly at the time that you did. It gave people um, some new music and some new new things to listen to. And definitely with that song, I mean, Jenny Rivera has always been one of my most favorite artists. So when he came out with that one, it was just like, yes, yes, yes. This is, this is, this is good. Taking something and making it New Mexico style is one of the things that we're known for doing with our music. We've seen it with Al Hurricane and the greats that'll take the Mexico, Mexican regional music and make it something Nuevo Mexicano and I think it's so amazing that you were able to do that and have such an amazing producer and um, musician to back you up like Daniel who's an amazing friend of ours oh yeah so when if you look at the songs that I've done Daniel probably has heard 10-15% of the songs that we've done they're all songs he'd never heard so he's actually gone outside his box and when I went in first time I met him and we had a song list and and I presented that song to him no yeah God would be like I've never heard this wow you've never heard Jenny Rivera how do you not hear <laughs> yeah. Jenny Rivera you know right. I know all her music and and I said well I love her and I loved her music and and he and so he put it on I said I want it he, he, I want to do this New Mexico style, not banda style, you know. Yeah. And um, and he's like, I think we can do it. And then he he had the bright thought of of getting Paul Chavez to do the saxophone. He just plays it so suave, mm-hmm. you know. It's just so suave. And, and Daniel, of course, is such a good musician, and and just got really good musicians on both of my CDs, you know. He and so they make me sound good, you know. But but I just sing from the heart. That's just that's that's just me, you know. Right. So we started talking a little bit before we started recording. We were eating and we were talking a little bit, you know, about us as women and, you know, as moms and as wives, how we've evolved into the music. How did it start for you where you really decided that you wanted to put this on CD and you really wanted to start embarking on this endeavor of music and an amazing talent? Like, how did it start for you? Well, for me... um, like you said, I've always put my child and my husband and my family, my business, I'm a businesswoman. I've always put that first, but COVID hit. COVID changed everything for everybody. The world changed like it we did. would have never, ever thought. Mm-hmm. So we had to close our business for a couple of weeks. We closed it when everything shut down. And and during that time, I started thinking, you know, um, I need to do something, right? And at that time, Daniel started his live shows. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends tagged me on his live show. He was like three shows in. And so I listened to it. And then he, I, I felt bad for Daniel. I mean, I told him, I said, I feel bad. Here you are, a musician. You live from your music. He lost his job at the restaurant. And he had just ordered, he had a brand new CD that just had come out. He had a thousand, two thousand copies. I don't know how many he orders. And he was trying to sell them. He was singing his heart out and trying to sell his CDs. And I thought, man, this poor guy. And 
I'm going to order a CD. You know, I'm going to help him. And so I did. I, I, um, I got his address and I wrote a check out and I was going to put the check in the mail. And I thought, you know what? This is, I had put it on my bucket list in January. I had a bucket list and, and I'd, I put the record a CD, but you know, you don't usually do your New Year's resolutions. <laughs> you know how many really do them, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and it was on there. It's been on there a lot of times, but this time I put it on there. I thought, man, I'm getting old. I'm 55. And so I thought, you That's know. That's not old, girl. Uh, not old. It's, it's old to start this, I think. But so anyway, I, I had put that on my bucket list and I thought, you know, um, I'm going to put a little note. What does it hurt? So I, I wrote a little note and I said, Daniel, um, I've always, I have a bucket list. I'm, I'm older and, and I would love to record a CD. Do you know of anybody that has a studio or do you have one? If so, please give me a call. Put my phone number. A few days later, I get a call from Daniel and he was all excited because he didn't have work. You know, I got a job <laughs> fell into my lap, right? And he got all excited, started giving me all the the pricing and all this stuff. And we talked about it and and I said, oh, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then he stopped himself. It was funny. And he says, oh, well, I guess I need to hear you. <laughs> you know, I need I, I, he had told me yes, but he hadn't heard so anything. Funny. Yeah. And then he kind of backed up and he's like, he's like, can you send me anything? I said, well, I don't have anything. All we do is sing at the house, sing in the back. I'm a backyard singer is what I call myself. You know, we sing at parties, we sing around the campfire, we do whatever, but never nothing professionally. And is it just send me anything? So I had a little, um, we had partied a couple of weeks before that. And me and a friend of mine had sang a couple few songs. And so we had just recorded, you know, just on your phone. And and so I said, I'll send you a clip of that. He said, okay. So I sent it to him that night. The next morning I get to my office and I open up my emails and I get an email from Daniel and it's all caps. And, you know, when that when they type caps, it's like it's yelling <laughs> at you, right? Yeah. And, uh and and he says he was like wow you know oh my god it would be an honor yes yes you know and and so it was like a huge compliment for me he's like yes when can we meet let's start you know and so i came i came to new mexico and and i met with him and and um you know really the rest is history we started working on things and I, like I tell you, I presented a song list to him, and we started to, you know, kind of feel what what chord, you know, what, mm-hmm. you know, what, t- what do you call it, a tune or chord that we're gonna right. do? And, yeah, the the and que tono, uh, que tono. Que tono, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and so so when I like I tell you when I put up No llega lo olvido, he's like, you know, oh no, you know, I I, I don't <laughs> know this, I've never heard of her, and so. So I started singing. He said, "Oh yeah, I like it," you know. And then, and then another song, you know, that he didn't hear. Oh yeah, you know, I like it. And we're gonna turn all this into New Mexico style. And um, he's like, it, to him, it was a dream come true because I'm, I'm from Texas. I'm a Tejana, but I like New Mexico music. And he's like, it's what's that's like the perfect storm, right? You know. Yeah. And so it's right up my alley. And so we just. When I walked in there, you know, um, we just had a really good chemistry, me and him. Right away, I felt like I'd known him forever. Walked in, we sat down, we started talking, and and I just felt really comfortable. And, and I really think that things happen in a time in your life when they're supposed to happen. Like I said, I'm older. I, I've had opportunities in the past, and I never took them. And I don't think it was the right time. This was the right time for me because I met the right person to work with, you know. 
And so to me, it was a blessing. It, it wasn't too late for me. You know, it, it was the right time in my life. I just love it because there's a lot of people who are sitting there thinking they've passed their prime. And I, I look at myself like that too, you know, not that I passed my prime, but it it was pretty much kind of similar. And I think we have a lot of similarity, similarities in that way where my priority was raising my kids, paying attention to my family. Although my husband was a musician or is a musician and played with other people, it was really in my mind to just kind of do what I needed, what I know. And like we said, like as Chicana women, as Hispanic women, you make sure your family is taken care of before you are taken care of. You're the last one to eat. You're the last one to bathe. You're the last one to whatever, go to sleep, to go to bed. You know, First you're, get up. you're, yeah, there you go. So it, it's like these priorities. And as a woman, it's, this is something we look at. Um, and sometimes we, we put these things on the back burner, our expectations, our dreams, our destiny, whatever it is. And, you know, to come out and say, well, you know, I, 55 years old, this is what I wanted to do and come out, like Daniel said, as a storm, you know, waiting to happen is so inspirational and so amazing for people, not just women, but anybody who's saying, I'm already too old to do that. Because that's just an excuse when we right. really get right down to it, saying I'm too old or I'm too old to do that. It's an excuse. That's what we tell ourselves in order to keep ourselves from doing what God has destined us to do. And your music has brought so much blessing and so much um, inspiration to so many people already. And just your story and you being able to share that with us on Vibe New Mexico, that, you know, it doesn't matter at what age you're at to be able to come out and do this. It's all about your desire to do it and your destiny to make it happen. And here you are in your second CD who that just came out not too long ago and is already making huge impact in New Mexico music. So there you go for anybody who's kind of doubting themselves and anything that they, they, they want to do, aspire to do. You are a testimonial to women and men and whoever it is to continue to do that. Um, you say 55 is older to me. That's just, that's perfect time for you to get in and actually not take it for granted or not you know, be irresponsible with the music but more sensible because a lot of times younger people come in and they're just like not very sensible and when it comes to it and they're looking to be like you know I don't know it's a little it's taken into too much excess I guess you could say maybe <laughs> you yeah. know but and then there's nothing wrong with having some fun but you come in in a way that there's a good balance and the wisdom that goes along with that and knowing the business part of it I was able to kind of scope through Facebook this last week. It's been kind of busy weekend and saw you even have merchandise out there. Daniel was, was, uh, he was plugging that merchandise. You have t-shirts and you have posters. I have, I'm fortunate to have a poster and not just CDs, but you have other things. Talk to me a little bit about the stuff that you're also marketing besides your music. Honestly, I have my CDs. And I have t-shirts. We just, we'd been trying to get them, but there's a lot of problems with the transport or it's, something. Yeah, and people COVID. Could, mm-hmm. So we, so we've got t-shirts and we've got racer backs for the, for the women. I like those. Yeah. That's why, yeah. yeah. You got me one of those. Yeah. And, um, so, so that's all I have right now. We plan on doing more, but really we've been busy recording. We've, we've put out two CDs one year apart. So two, 2021 and 2020. And so that takes a lot of time, especially since every time I have to do any type of recording, any type of 
interview, any type of gig or anything with them, I have to travel mm-hmm. a lot further. And so it's, it's, it's hard, you it's know? Hard. And so, so we really, we both have put so much time and heart and stuff into this that to get them both out, like I tell you, it like, like, um, they're like two, you know, in, in one year, that's a lot. And I was like, yeah, I don't have that, but you know, I'm older. Like again, I tell you, <laughs> if I don't do it now, I mean, I can't wait 10 years or five years or whatever. And people, the thing about it is that I, I am more surprised probably than anybody. I really am that, that when I put that first song out, we did it on Labor Day in 2020, Labor Day by the next week, it was, it was on countdowns all over. I mean, I'm a brand new artist, and they picked it up at K and W on 89.1, and all the all these other you know K and MX, K and M, but in other stations in Texas and San Antonio and and Michigan and all these places, in one week it was just there, and we were both so shocked. I mean, you know, and and so from there it was just like, like I was in complete shock. I was in complete shock. He was too. He says, I, you know, nobody knew who you were. And it just one song and then you're there, you know, things that sometimes people have tried to do. And I had no, you know, I didn't even know. I, I called into K&W to an 89.1 one day and I, and I just called a request a song and I just, you know, just shits and giggles, you know, I said, do you have any Louisa G? And they said, oh yeah, she's been on our top 15 at five. We didn't even know. You know, I didn't even wow. know. And I called, the, I didn't even know what it was at that time. So after I hung up, I, I called uh, Daniel and I said, what's, they're playing No Llegar Lo Olvido at this station. He says, what? How come I had noticed? And I said, I don't know. And he says, um, and I said, and they said that it's been on the top 15 at five. What's that? That top 15 at five, hold on. And he looked it up <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, it's been there since that week after. And it stayed there through the rest of the year. I never made it to number one on that station. I made it to number seven. But to me, that was like, oh, my God. Girl, for your first release on that, number seven's pretty damn good. It's great. Because there's people who never get their music on 89.1. That's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm more shocked than anybody. I, I never even thought they would play one of my songs on the radio because I didn't do it for for radio play. I did it for because I wanted to leave something to my family, you know, and... And Daniel's the one that said, I want to send this out. I'm like, you to the radios? And he says, yeah, I want your permission. Uh, he says, I can't promise you any airplay, but I want to send it. And I said, well, go for it. And he did. And, and we're like, oh, my gosh. You know, we were really shocked. And, and so then at that point, people, I started building up a fan base. And I built up a, I mean, again, amazingly, I have wonder, wonderful fans. And I've built up a huge fan base. And they follow everything I do, you know. And and that just it's just amazing. People are so amazing. And New Mexico music supporters are the most hardcore music supporters that you'll find anywhere. I've learned that. I mean, just watching, you know, they will support you till the end, and they'll fight for you. Like they will, like literally, get into a bar fight for you if they have to. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. It's how we're ingrained in our music. You know, it, it means a lot to us. It runs through our veins. You mm-hmm. know, it's who we are. And you know, the fact that you touched people with your music enough for them to be so dedicated to you says a lot about the talents and about what you're putting out there. And, you know, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I'm excited to see what this next CD obviously is going to bring you. And, you know, what was your inspiration for this next CD? 
what were you thinking when you're sitting there? I just want to keep going. Or was it just more of, you know, there's more songs that I know I want to be heard? What was your inspiration? Well, you know that there's so many great songs out there. There is. And um, and it's hard to just pick so many. It's, it's just there's so many. So I actually had a pretty long list. And... Um, and me and Daniel had to go through them because he doesn't agree on everything that I want to do, you know? <laughs> That's the producer. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. I'm okay. married to one. I know. Yeah. How you can't. You got to do this. You got to do that. You have to have a cumbia. You have to have more rancheras. You have to have this and that. So then we have to kind of meet in the middle sometimes. And sometimes. And, and then I have, I have one original song on this. It's called Soy Nuevo Mexicana. And um, I actually brought that to him because we were going to do a, a wedding. I was I got a gig for a wedding. And so I said, I want to do this song this, this guy and me wrote. And, and he's like, well, let's hear it. We were at band practice. The wedding was the next day. And so I sang it. And he was like, oh, I like it. I like it. And so he really put the, the all the sound to it, you know. I mean, I had just played just, just the chords and stuff. And he liked it. And the band just, like, came in and... They made it sound good, and nice. we started singing it since then, and and that's why we put it on the on the on the CD. It's the first song we released off of this CD. That's awesome. It's done great. You know what I heard not so long ago, and I love the idea. Um, I had actually talked to Danette about it one time, and she's like, "Yeah, but I love that you guys got Mia Amiga. Like you did a female twist on Mia Bingo. I think that is awesome. And you have you did this song." with your good friend Luan Chavez. Tell me a little bit about that. That's awesome that you guys are just, was it just, Well, I think we're all in the same wavelength as women, right? I think so. (laughs) And I think you have a lot of the same taste in the music that I like. You know, you love Jenny. I love Jenny. I love cello. I'm sure you do too. Oh, I do. Um, And so so I like more old school music, you know. Mm -hmm. But on this Mi Amiga, um, me and Luan had been talking about doing a duet. And we kept going back and forth, back and forth on, on a song, on songs. And either, mines were maybe a little rougher, more cantina style, had a yeah. few words that would be a little rough. And she said, oh, we won't get no airplay. I'm like, it's <laughs> not about the airplay. It's about doing a song that you feel, right? I agree with you, girlfriend. And, 100%. And so, so, um, so anyway, we went back and forth, and we couldn't agree on a song. And um, so one night, Joey, her husband, Joey Chavez, he had a dream that we had done this song. Mm-hmm. And so he got up in the morning and he told her, you know, I had a dream that y'all did this song. And she's like, oh, really? So then he gets ready, goes to work. He's driving to work and he has 89.1 on. And this lady called in and requested uh, Mi Amigo for her friend that's a female. And and they said, well, she made a comment that we need to have a female version. That was the same morning or whatever day. That was like divine. The next, it, it, yeah, it was like like it was meant to be. And he got all excited. They called me and they said, this happened for a reason. You know, I dreamt it and then this lady said it. And so I said, oh, that sounds good to me, right? So then I called Daniel and I said, Daniel, we want to do this song. What do you think? And he was like, oh, no. No. He said, there's no way. That's that's like you got the two New Mexico icons. You can't do that song. I mean, you know, you can't. And why? Well, because you just can't, you know. And he was real on the fence about it. And and then I told Joey and Lynn, I said, well, Daniel says no. You know, he said no. So, And he says, well, why not? So-and-so has done it. A lot of other uh, male, male artists. Yeah. yeah. And so 
so then I thought, well, really? Then somebody has done it. So I called Daniel back, and I said, other people have done it. And he said, Luis, I don't know. I've got to think about it. And so then he thought about it a little bit, and I had to ask him again. And then he says, well, if we do it, you're going to have to call and ask permission. You're going to have to call Darren and ask permission. And I said, oh, my God. You know, I'm in his fan <laughs> as far back as I can remember. I have everything he's ever done, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, my God, I've got to call him. So I said, okay, that's the only way we can do it. So he gave me his number, and I gave him a call. And I thought I was going to have to leave a message. I said, he's not going to, first of all, he's not going to recognize my number because it's a Texas number, you know, and probably think it's telemarketing. But um, sure enough, he answered my call. He's like, hello. And <laughs> hello. And I'm like, I got, I, I got, I'm a talker, you know, I, I'm, I don't have a loss for words, but I did. I choked up, I was, uh, 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 you know, I was like, oh my God. And then, and then he's like, hello. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, um, this is Luisa Gaitan and and I'm recording with Daniel Lee Gallegos and and I just needed to ask you a question you know and I started I I asked him about it I said we want to do this song and and I was just calling to see if I would get your permission you know and he said yeah he gave me his permission and he said yeah do it and so but I I mean in that conversation like I tell you I've been a huge fan I even started sweating and I turned red and I I was like I ran out of words and and then after I hung up and I was like oh my god I talked to Darren Cordova right (laughs) (laughs) and so that's how it happened and and then Daniel still was a little on the fence about it I said I got permission he said okay well we put it off it was one of the last songs we did because he was uh, that we actually that you actually actually recorded. recorded And then during that time, um, Joey has a really good friend named Tony Chavez. He's a steel guitar player. And and so he started talking to him. He says, what about if we put steel guitar in this song? Because I told him, one thing I said, I want to do this song. We're going to do it, but I want it to be the same but different. Right. It's got to be different. It's got to sound the same, but not so much the same. Right. And, um, and so that was the twist that we put on it. So he started talking about a steel guitar and... And again, you know, Daniel was like, I don't know, we'll see, you know, we'll see. And then he took him in and, and heard it, and he was like, oh, my God, that sounds great. It turned it kind of into a country feel. Awesome. It's got a country feel. Yeah. You'll, you'll need to hear it. It's really, really good. And and um, we harmonized great together. And so far, when, when we release this CD, we, you know, it comes out on the digital platforms mm-hmm. first, People started listening to that song and they started, you know, posting it like, no, no, we haven't done our CD release. I mean, you know, yet, but people have been just requesting. The DJs tell me they just getting tons of calls for for this song. And so I'm really glad we did it. I hope I I don't know if Darren's heard it yet, but I hope he, you know, I hope he likes it. I'm sure he will. will. He's an awesome person. Mm -hmm. So. As far as like future performances, do you have anything? I know COVID, it's kind of hard for all of us. It's kind of like touching, you never know, touch and go like, eh, maybe it'll happen, maybe not. But do you have anything planned for this next 2022? You mentioned a CD release party. We just had one uh, last week. We had one in uh, Colbert, New Mexico. Nice. We had a double CD release. Uh, Daniel had not done a CD release party for his Rancheraville CD. Oh. And so he says, I've done them in Colorado, but I haven't done one in New Mexico. And so we decided to do a double CD release party in uh, Colbert at at the, you've been there, I'm sure, at Colbert. It's right out of Cimarron and Maxwell. Okay. 
And so so we did that and it was it was so good. It just awesome. turned out great. We had great I mean, it was a great feel in there. The band sounded great and everybody enjoyed themselves. So that's the main thing. And um so we just had that and and then now for for January we have something going in January and and we've got some gigs set up but for further in the year. I I um I really am real busy with my job at the beginning part of the year so I can't do a lot of things out of out of Lubbock but right. but I'm sure starting starting summer we'll have stuff, you know. So what do you do like to promote your music here? I mean not that you need a whole lot of help because it's really it's taking off on its own, but do you do anything as far as just posting through Facebook, social media, those platforms or what have you done in order to promote and help your music grow here in New Mexico? Well, like one thing we're doing right now is we've had interviews. We've had interviews, and I think that's a great push. We had our first debut interview at KNMX in Las Vegas with Dwight Torres, La Voz del Norte, and he played the whole CD, and we give giveaways and stuff. And um, so that's great. And then we had the CD release. We got to do a lot of the new music and old music. Um, we have... We've had interviews every day. We still have one tomorrow. You've been I mean, busy. I've been very, very busy, and that's how we're promoting. I do do it through Facebook and stuff. Daniel's he's an angel about promoting, promoting me. He's been very good. He says, you know, you, you, you help me, and I help you. You know, and he's real good about about promoting me. And he'll put something. I'll share it. He puts something of his. I'll share it. People can buy my merchandise from him. I, they can buy his from me, you know? So we try to help each other, you know, go above and beyond, yeah. you know, than just producing. That's what it's about. Uh-huh. Right. And so we're doing that. Um, just really, um, minds is really word of mouth, you know? Yeah. One person will get a CD, and the next thing you know, they'll order four or five more. Oh, I got to have them for this. And then them people, you know, so it's just kind of spreads, like, kind of like, like wildfire, you right, know? Right, right. And so I've, I've been just been so blessed because I have great fans, you know, and yeah. and there's nothing like it. I mean, somebody tells you, uh, it's like going into a restaurant, right? Somebody says, oh, I, I went to eat at so-and-so place, and it's wonderful, and you got to go. First thing you're going to do is go eat, right? right. That's kind of like this, you know. Somebody says, you know, oh, you got to get this CD. It's, it's great. People are going to get it, you right, know? Right, right. And I mean... Again, I can't wait to hear this whole CD because I haven't had a chance to do that. But I can just tell by the the songs on here, this is going to be one hell of a CD. And I just love the photography. Who who did your photography for you? Um, a lady named Rebecca Wallace in Lubbock. She did she did some of the pictures, my sunflower pictures on my first CD. Yeah. She did those, and then my my cousin George Torres did the others that were in New Mexico. These ones were done by Rebecca Wallace, the same lady. She's that a friend of mine. Cool. Mm-hmm. So you just had like the whole stardom thing, even with COVID. It's been so awesome for you. You've taken off. You've been able to meet with people. You've Your fan base has continued to grow and grow and grow. There's just some amazing things. And it just only continues from here. It only continues. Tell me, how can you, you know, if you could leave some advice for people who are coming into the music or what are the things that you've experienced that have been a little bit harder for you as a musician coming in? Um, if you've had that happen, I don't know. I know like for us, we can sit here all night. 
<laughs> but it, coming in, have you had anything that's just been a little bit, you know, discouraging, a little bit harder, little barriers, little roadblocks to work through? You know, we all have them as musicians and as artists, we have to learn to, that's how we grow our resilience, right? To continue to grow as musicians and artists and know that what we aspire is authentic. Because if we didn't have those growing pains and those rejections or those kind of situations we wouldn't know how to appreciate when we actually get to where we need to go but have you experienced anything or gone through anything that you could say you know to me I'm um I'm a very um genuine fiel person if anybody knows me you know I'm I'm diehard faithful and and all that you know if I'm your friend I'm really your friend you know Mm -hmm. and the one thing that's been probably hardest for me is um, some people that you thought would be there for you, those there's, and I'm sure, and I've heard it. Some people you would just like, they're going to be, they're going to support me 100%. And maybe in the beginning they do, but then they see you maybe doing a little bit more than you. I even thought I would do, you know, and then they don't that that's been the hardest thing for me. Girl, you just pulled up my heartstrings. <laughs> yeah. That's the hardest thing because then you, yeah, then you see these other people that you've never met. And like you're saying, they'll they'll put their hands in fire for you, you know? It's hard. And and it's very hard for me. That's been the hardest thing. I've had a, a pretty hard heartbreak on, on, on yes. with somebody on that. And and that's been the toughest thing for me over everything. Everything else I think has has been great. The the next hardest thing for me is, you know, I, I've always I like to sing, but I don't I, I have never been an entertainer, you know. I could tell jokes and all that around, you know, around and drinking a beer, but to actually get up there and entertain is a whole different ballgame. So I, I've got so much to learn. I have I'm so imperfect. You know, I have I have so much to learn and, and, and I realize that I I am not the best. I'll never be the best, but I'm gonna do the best I can do. Amen, girl. You know? So you and know And I think I'm, you're great. So well, I think you're great. You guys I, are so talented. I, I just love that you said that and let's I just wanna to touch on it a little bit because it, it is hard. You know, there's those ones and sometimes it's even family that you Yes. are like how in the hell did we get here where I thought this was an unconditional thing mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they disappear they're just they don't talk to you or and it's a really hard thing because we're so family oriented as Hispanic people that we do everything we do for our family and loved ones and when they're not there to support you it kind of makes you start to doubt yourself and kind of reel back and say should I be doing this you know and I'm I'm very much like you when it comes to that and I think that's where I fall um, because I, like you said, put, there's people out there that you don't even know who they are and they'll put their hand in fire for you. And then there's people who just decide I don't like her just cause I don't. And then you're like, yeah. I don't even know you. And we don't even like you, you, you I, I don't know you. And I don't know what I could have possibly done for you to dislike me. And they've made it up in their mind that this is what's going to happen. And it's hard. It's discouraging because really what you're doing is you're putting yourself out there and music is very vulnerable. And you put yourself out there in this place that is very vulnerable and very open. And the rejection can be pretty crucial, but it can be more detrimental when it's your family that's not there to support you. And like, it's not so much just criticism. It's lack of, um, lack of support or they just turn a blind eye and you're like, wait a second here, you know, here you were encouraging me one second. And then all of a sudden you're just, you're, you're gone, you know, and it's hard. That's a hard thing to, to try and and come up from, especially when you're trying to do what you got to do. And I would say that, 
for me, just like you, that that's that's pretty much what makes me kind of hover back or whatever you want to say. It's hard, you know what I mean? And and it's more of I can take rejection from somebody else, but when it's your own family, it's a little bit more the the wound goes a little deeper. Yeah, because it breaks your heart. Yes. Um, it's a lot worse. It's a right. lot worse. It, it breaks your heart. It, there's one thing about being mad mm. at somebody and then some being hurt. And hurt mm. being hurt is a lot worse. It is. It is. And it's and it, you know, and 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 you know, it, it's it's made me question, honestly, do I keep doing it? Is it worth losing? You know, but then I thought, you know what? Me and my my I have a very good husband. He's very one hundred percent supportive of me, and I'm so blessed. And and he says, you know what? This is this is something me and you both want. We're both happy about it. We're enjoying it, and we're gonna do it. It don't matter who doesn't want you to do it. We're gonna continue doing it until we feel that we don't want to. That's very right. important. Like to have a supportive spouse and partner is the most important part of it because they can really discourage you from really wanting to go forward and doing things. And the fact that he's been there to stand with you in that gives you that extra umph to continue doing what oh, you yeah. do. And it doesn't matter somehow, you know, as long as your husband's there and, and you have a son, 25 years old, right? 25 year old son, son. And oh, he loves it. <laughs> I mean, he loves it. And, um, my son's autistic, like I was telling you and man, he's eating this up like crazy, you know, he loves it. His mom's a superstar. No, I wish. No, he, he loves it. Now my son doesn't, you know, he being autistic, he doesn't like loud noises. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't, he doesn't want to go to performances and stuff like that. Yeah. But he, he sees me sing at home all the time, you know, he'll sing with me at home, he'll, but he doesn't want to be part of that. Right. And so I respect that, you know, right. but he supports me 100% too. He's diehard. Die hard, Mama, Mama, Luisa. And then now he's calling me Luisa G instead of Mama. <laughs> Yo, that's Mama Luisa G to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And he'll walk, we'll walk in somewhere and he's like, Luisa G's here, you know? <laughs> Aw, that yeah. is so cool. Mm-hmm. I think that is like the best is to know, I mean, if you have your husband and your son, yeah, then that's the world right there, yeah. right? That's right, that's right. Well, I just, I can't tell you how happy that I am to be able to have you here on this Vibe New Mexico after so long of us saying okay we got to get together we got to get together and get to know each other and see how many similarities we have and I think as women that's what we really need to do I say women because and men too but more women because women tend to kind of compete with one another more than men are like whatever I don't care we'll beat each other up and then it's like that little joke that they talk about it's like Uh, what the heck how did it go so like a man will be like you fucking asshole or whatever oh he's a good guy and then she's like hi darling or sweetheart and then then behind their back like she's such a bitch uh, (laughs) that's how like men and women can tend to be and I'm like you know it's so awful that you know in our what we do, we can't be more supportive as women with each other because I've seen the pettiness in other things and I've seen the pettiness in the music too. And it's it sucks because as women, we're so strong and we already are kind of shortchanged. And I went through this with another uh, person that came on Vibe. We're almost shortchanged as it is as women because it's kind of like the man's world, right? And we come in and sometimes 
it's like we can either work together or we can work against each other. And we can accomplish so much more when we work together to do what we need to do than to be petty and to be that way. And a lot of times I I say, you know, with the newer people coming in, let's give them an idea that we work together and not against each other. And so hopefully like with even like Vibe New Mexico to continue to bring people in and just talk with them and get to know their stories. It helps people who are listening to say, you know, be inspired or to work together or to do new things because that's what it's all about. We have to continue to evolve like that as um, a New Mexico music family or just a family in general. You know, it, it matters the support that we have with one another but at the same time it matters how we live out our destiny and what we um do with the gifts god gave us because if we don't use them and we're wasting them that's more of i think the greater sin or the greater fault is not living out that you know regardless of your age or whatever your gender you have to do things wholeheartedly because like we've said with covid this last couple of years we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. We never know if this is our last conversation. We could leave and, and be, you know, in a car accident or whatever it is. We have to enjoy every day and celebrate every day. And we're responsible for the gifts that we're given. And that is something that we need to continue to appreciate with one another, is appreciate people's talents and appreciate their um, whatever it is and be blessed by them instead of discouraged or um, envidiosos or whatever it is. And I love the fact that you're working with somebody that's such an amazing person like Daniel, because he very much is that positive aspect in person. You know, he took something that was really awful like COVID and turned it into something that really worked for him, which is how you guys got connected. Yeah, it is. You and know? he, he always calls me and, and and it's funny because people really listen. They said, I've had so many comments, so many people tell me, I love the way he calls you a diamond in the rough. That's the <laughs> way, that's what he refers to me as. You're, he's, she's a diamond in the rough. And I'm like, and every time he says that, how rough am I? You know? <laughs> I'm polishing How rough am I? But he's always saying that. And to me, it's a huge compliment. He's He's been great. I mean, I have to give Daniel so much credit. Um we were talking yesterday with Glinda from Kedise, and I told her, I said, you know, we we clip, we have a chemistry between us, music musically wise and friendship. We've we he recorded me, but we've become such good friends. Yesterday we came early to to Española. Well, we went to Chimayo, mm-hmm. so we become such friends. We went to the Santuario and we knelt down together and we prayed. We prayed and we thank God for all the blessings. We have been so blessed. We're just uh, we've just been so blessed, both him and I. And, and you know, you thank God, you pray for all the ill, and you pray, but you also thank God for all the good. There's been gratitude. so much, the gratitude. Mm. And so to do it in a place like Chimayo, mm. and it's just so, I mean, we're both very um, spiritual people. We're, we're real uh, creyentes. And and so we did that, and we, we did a little shopping there. We ate there, and... Um, they're selling our CDs there, and uh, and um, anyway, and then we were walking back to the car, and the song there was a song on. He says, "That's you." So this guy selling chile, the song was, and I was on. I was, I guess, they were doing the countdown for Kedisa, and we're on that countdown, and he's like, "That's her." So we walk up to the chile guy, 
And he says, that's her. That's us. You know, that's her. <laughs> and he like, he didn't believe it, right? No, yeah, he kept on. <laughs> and then he says, that's really her. So Daniel goes to the car and he gets my CD and his CDs. Look, that's really her. And he's like, oh, he looks at me and I'm like, well, I guess it kind of looks like you, right? And, and, and then so, so they're at number three at that point. And Daniel's like, oh, gosh, I've been number two. I want to know if I made it to number one, you know. I said, well, let's just sit down. Let's just sit down and let's hear it. So we sat there with a chili guy and listened to the rest of the countdown. And so sure enough, Daniel um, got number one on the countdown yesterday oh, wow. with the cold dude. Cool. And he was like, and, and he's been in the business for 30-something years. But having, like, it was a, a moment, like a real surreal moment because he says, like we came, we took the time, we've just prayed, we've we've done all this, and and here the our music's playing just when we're walking by, and then I became, you know I got number one at the Santuario, the Chimayo, and he's like I, I don't even know what to say, I, I I like I feel like he was like like super excited, and I was super excited for him, mm-hmm. he got so excited he got up and he gets that CD and he goes and takes it to the chili guy, he says here dude I want you to have it, he was so excited, I got so happy, and he says like. What a blessing. I mean, I mean that has never happened. He says, I don't know why. I'm just like, I, I, oh, he's like, Luisa, I just, I just don't even know what to say. You know, we just had a beautiful day. Awesome. Beautiful, beautiful day. And, 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 you know, things like that. So to me, I, I've been very blessed with, with the music, with the fans. But I've been very blessed by Daniel and, um, and all that he's shown me. And he coaches me and he helps me. And, and like I too, I, I reciprocate that and I help him. And we have a lot of trust and respect for each other. I think that's awesome. And yeah. I love that. I love the whole faith component and understanding uh-huh. gratitude. Because so many times we're asking for favors and we're not realizing all we need to do is just give thanks. And yes. it's kind of like, you know, it's it's you give thanks and it's... Um, the law of attraction, it comes to you more 10 times fold. We just need to learn to be thankful for what we have instead of putting our hand out all the time and expecting things to be given. The way we get more is by giving thanks and the fact that it's just a beautiful story to show how things fell into place the way that they did over there at oh, the Santuario. It, 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 like I tell you, there's not even a word for it. It was the neatest thing. I mean, you know, and, and he was super happy. But I was just as happy as he was for him, you know. And I'm like, gosh, you know, he's this is just the most beautiful day. I mean, I, I don't even know how to tell you. He's, I don't even know how to tell you how happy I am. You know, this has just been wonderful. And, you know, I mean, his wife, you know, she knows we have to spend a lot of time together. And I appreciate that from her. And my husband, too, he knows we spend a lot of time together. And and we're blessed. We're both blessed with good spouses and, and all that. So I'm yes. very grateful to him. Yes. Shout out to Yvette. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that and to and to Chewy, my husband. And to, yes, <laughs> yeah, and uh, awesome. I I would always tell her, girl. I don't know how you like have musicians here every weekend, getting all rowdy. She just looks at me like because she's not rowdy. <laughs> she's not. She's such she's, a sweet lady, she's but rowdy. she's just so mellow. And I'm like, I don't know how you do this because I'd have been all get the hell out like mm-hmm. long time ago, or go do find somewhere else to do this because this is too much. It's a lot to take people into your home and have these jam sessions that you know we really had a lot of fun on it so did i a little too much fun let me tell you you know but hey you know again it's just it's again having good spouses having good support knowing um your friends and and just 
in celebration. That's what we're about. Celebration, unity, and food. <laughs> That's right. There's always got to be food and tequila. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got some of that, too. <laughs> would you like to do a song for us? Sure. I would love to hear you sing a song right. and put it on the podcast. I would love okay. to plug that in. Sounds so good. if you want to get your guitar, you, or do you want Anthony to play? How did oh, you yeah, want to do this? Oh, yeah, him. He has oh, to play. Okay, okay. Remember, I'm just a... <laughs> Whatever you want to do, I'm, all, I'm just here to listen <laughs> and just drink my wine. Oh, uh, yeah. Ya me cabe dos cartones Tome tequila montones Y el olvido no ha llegado Ya fui a rezar a la iglesia Puse un santo de cabeza Y el olvido no ha llegado Y ya tuve nuevos amores Destrocé corazones Y el olvido no ha llegado Que olvido tan testarudo Parece que viene el burro Que olvido tan desgraciado No llega el olvido Se está haciendo tonto En alguna esquina No llega el olvido Y por más que lo intento Te extraño y te quiero Y por tus recuerdos Me ha quedado en cero No llega el olvido Se quedó dormido Mientras yo me muero Está siendo tonto en alguna esquina No llega el olvido Y por más que lo intento Mi mente no te olvida Te extraño y te quiero Y por tus recuerdos me ha quedado en cero No llega el olvido Se quedó dormido Mientras yo Mientras yo Me muero